Hey guys, this is so strange for me to be doing. Um, I'm actually really excited to start this podcast. This is the first episode of my journey to nursing school. I am a pre-nursing student. I don't want to share exactly what university I go to, just for, you know, privacy reasons and um, safety reasons. But I want to share with you all just some tips on, at least for this podcast, I wanted to share with you all some tips and some advice for um, going in to a new semester, whether that be you're a pre-nursing student or just any college student, really. I feel like this advice is more so directed towards college students. But if you're a high school student, feel free to listen and take the advice as you wish so let's see (laughs) i'm sorry this is so strange for me (laughs) never had a podcast before but anyway okay so my first tip of advice would definitely be to get organized i firmly believe that good grades and organization they're definitely correlated to each other the more organized you are the better chance that you have of getting good grades right so I highly recommend (coughs) sorry excuse me I highly recommend investing in something some sort of organizational system whether that be a digital planner a google calendar a table calendar for your desk um a planner like a paper planner a you know just invest in something whether it be a to-do list like you need something but make sure when you choose this way of organizing that you have a calendar because I actually used to only use weekly calendars and I found that I would be missing due dates like I wouldn't do my assignments in a timely fashion because with a weekly calendar, if you just strictly use a weekly calendar, it's great for checking off things for like that week. But it's really bad at looking ahead, like two weeks ahead or one week ahead, even though, yeah, you can like flip to the next page and you can see like the next week. It's still not a good gauge of how much time you have to study visually. So oftentimes in high school, when I would only use the weekly calendars or planners, I would have a test on a Wednesday. It would always be on a Wednesday. For some reason, I would like mess it up. Um, It would be on a Wednesday and it would be the like the previous week, like the week before the test. And I'd be going through my weekly planner and I would either like not see it. I wouldn't write it like bold enough in like the week for that day and I would always miss it (laughs) like I would always miss it I would be on Monday for my weekly my weekly calendar I'd be like oh crap I have a test and I would flip back and I was like how did I not see that but if you had a monthly you'd be able to automatically like write it in such a way that you would be studying ahead of time and I'm, I'm gonna explain how to do that so you have your monthly calendar right let's say you have something due Um, every Saturday. For me, I take statistics. I have a statistics quiz that's due every Saturday at 11.59. So what I would do is I would actually write on that Monday, at the beginning of the week, on that Monday or Sunday, I would write 
statistics quiz and then over whatever topic it is even though it's not due on that monday or sunday i'm writing it at the beginning of the week so i can see okay this is what i need to finish for the week this is due at the at the end of the week so i need to be working on that honestly that monday or sunday and so i formatted my entire calendar this way with all my assignments if i have something due that next week i would put it the week before and I know this might sound like a no-brainer thing to do, but I feel like a lot of us tend to get our, you know, get our syllabi, which is my next piece of advice to get your syllabi and like write out all your due dates. Please do this. <laughs> I cannot stress it enough. But I feel like a lot of us, we, we get into the habit of just writing everything down on the day that it's due. Like for example, with my statistics quiz, I could easily just be like, okay, Saturday, and I'd write out every single Saturday that it's due that day. But what I find is that you're not visually seeing how much time you have to complete it. Sure, you are kind of seeing how much time you have to complete it, but I feel like it's a lot better for your brain if you push it, <clears throat> or if you write, write down your assignments and your to-dos almost on um, the day that you would be starting them instead of the day that they're due. Um, so that's a really good piece of advice because <laughs> I actually got that from someone off YouTube. She is a, uh, a nursing YouTuber. If you want, I could also do a podcast on my favorite nursing slash pre-nursing channels that I found on YouTube. There's a really, there's a lot of, there's a lot to choose from, but I have my selected favorites that I feel like give the best advice and that, um, are just the most enjoyable to watch in my opinion but yeah that's my advice on that let's see do i have any other advice i'm kind of winging this <laughs> i don't really have a script i wanted it to be almost like a conversation i wanted i want this to be very natural i mean i know for my later ones i'll i'll have scripts don't worry not scripts but like just like at least bullet points because i don't even have that but anyway um <laughs> let's see okay so oh I'll, I guess I'll elaborate a little bit more on the syllabi. Your syllabi is golden. It'll give you the grade breakdown for your class. It'll give you just everything you need to know, like the different assignments that you'll be expected to do. Really pay attention to that grade breakdown because I didn't for chemistry and I'll, I'll kind of, I guess with each piece of advice, I'll share you a mistake that I've made <laughs> so you don't make the same mistakes that I do. But what happened was I didn't closely look at how like high, highly weighted the midterms were. The midterms combined and separately were actually more heavily weighted than the final exam. So I took my first midterm in chemistry and I actually had no clue how much it was weighted. I wasn't really paying attention to that. I was more so focused on studying. But because I didn't pay attention to how important that first exam was, and then I took the second midterm. I think it was right before the second midterm, actually, is when I realized, oh my gosh, like, these are worth so much. <laughs> like, these are worth more than the final exam. And I got really upset because I thought I could study for the final. I thought I could save it for the final and bring up my grade, you know, significantly. But that was not, that's not what happened at all. Um, I'll, I'll actually share you, with you guys what happened. And I'll actually kind of tell you why, you know, this class was bad. Not only was I disorganized, <laughs> but without knowing the grade breakdown, 
Um, let's see, what did I get? I'll, I'll just share my grades with you. I, I don't feel ashamed about it at all. You know, what happened, happened. Um, this is a part of my journey. Chemistry was a class that I struggled with so much. Like, I, you know, we always have that one class, right? I was good at bio, good in calculus. What else did I take? Good in, of course, you know, good in English. I feel like English is probably the easiest, like, college class we'll take. But for some reason, chemistry. <laughs> I could not get it. And so let's see, what was my first exam? My first exam, I made a B. My second exam, I made a C. My, th- or, I'm sorry, these are midterms, by the way. My third midterm, I made a C. And then for the final, I failed the final. <laughs> I literally failed the final by like two questions. And <laughs> I know I shouldn't be laughing, but this is how I cope, okay? I failed the final by two questions and I was so upset. I was like devastated and gutted because I would work so hard and I wouldn't yield anything from this class. I would study and study and study and pull all-nighters and study, but I wouldn't get anything back and it felt like the worst thing ever because I was dedicating so much time to this class that just, it just wasn't working. Um, I bought this software, like this, it was called clutch prep. I even got that and like I still was not doing the best in the class. Um, I honestly think the C's were like luck <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest with you. So yeah, I finished the class with a B minus and that was out of the grace of God because <laughs> my professor, the way he grade scales the class, he grade scales it so that um, you how do i explain this so a c or even a little bit of a fail is actually graded so so not actually not a fail but like a c so like a 70 or something is or a 71 is actually considered a b minus in this class because that's how difficult it is so happy that it's decided that way thank you because for my pre-nursing or for my pre-nursing like requirements for my nursing program I needed to make a B minus in chem and that's like exactly what I made but that's not the best but anyway sorry I'm getting off track (laughs) um essentially basically moral of the story is know your grade percentages or else you're gonna end up like me with a bunch of weird mismatched like midterm grades because you don't know what the heck the heck is going on because sometimes the midterms are weighted more than the final exam. The final exam isn't always what's the most weighted. So don't just go in and assume that and and just read your syllabus because you might also have a giant project that has the most weight. You might have, I don't know, um, other assignments that are the most weighted. I was just reading um, another syllabi I had for, I think it was, what class oh yeah psychology and it's an online class and each exam is literally it's all counted in points but each exam is worth a hundred points and to get a 100 in the class or yeah to get like an a in the class you need like 250 points or whatever so that's like almost combined half like more than half of that so obviously these exams are super important so going in with that knowledge i guess i'll end like this little subsection on that note is going in with that knowledge is super important (laughs) so i cannot stress it enough please (laughs) okay so that's enough on that 
I guess I'll kind of focus in on chemistry because that was like such a struggle class for me and I feel like you can learn a lot from my mistakes. Um, something else I, I wish I would have done with that class that probably would have helped me is, let's see, I wish I would have figured out how to study for it better because I was spending, you can spend as long as you want studying for a class, but if you don't, if you don't truly know what the professor is going to make the exam like or what the exam is going to be like if it's auto if it's automatically generated questions which is how mine was which is I think I think that's what really messed me up because you would just never know what kind of questions you were going to get um and there were only how many questions was it there were literally 12 questions on the midterm so that also really sucked that was not enough leeway you could get like three wrong I don't know if I'm doing my math right I'm probably not but you could miss like only a very small amount and like fail <laughs> very easily um <clears throat> but once again I said I got out of that class by the luck of my teeth um but yeah I guess that's the last piece of advice that I have what was I saying well <laughs> my last piece of advice is what was it uh this is awkward because y'all can like I don't know if you can rewind podcasts but y'all already know what I just said so do that make sure you know oh yeah make sure you know how to study for the specific midterm make sure you know what's going to be on it and you do that by creating a relationship with your professor now this is super important this is something I actually didn't do this is my next piece of advice I actually didn't try to reach out to my chemistry professor and I did this out of fear of looking a certain way I thought everyone else understood chemistry and I didn't and like um I thought I was just dumb and you know I was embarrassed so I tried to do it myself and buy that studying you know program online and try to figure it out myself but the thing that you have to realize I guess I'll end my little spiel of advice on this note is that sometimes classes when they get really hard it needs to be a team effort not don't cheat don't do that don't do that kind of team effort but you you need a team effort in the sense of like helping each other on the homework if you're allowed to um talking to your professor about okay okay how can i succeed in your class asking the professor questions getting help learning you know, putting in effort, doing everything you can, communicating with the other students in your class. That's what I mean by team effort. Like, it's not just going to be you figuring out everything by yourself because, hey, sometimes you can't figure it all out by yourself. Sometimes you're going to have to ask questions nine times out of ten. And I feel like in college, it's almost inevitable that you're going to have to ask questions. Like, even though I feel like people think, oh, especially in high school for some reason, but especially in high school, you think, oh, like if I ask questions, I'm dumb. If I go to tutorials, that's what my old high school called it, which is like tutoring, I'm dumb. That doesn't make you dumb. That actually makes you really smart because the smartest students, and this is how it is in college, the smartest students ask the most questions. The smartest students create relationships with their professors. Like, and when I, when I say that, I mean that like, you know, they know who you are or at least you ask questions with them and get to know them is what I mean. Um, So yeah, that's what the smartest students do to succeed. 
And I I just say never be afraid of learning. Never be afraid of that because we're given this opportunity to get our education, whether that be in high school or in college. You know, you're you're blessed to be there. So take advantage of that. And I I really wish I would have done that with chemistry because who knows? Like, I could have gotten a B in the class, maybe even an A minus. Definitely not an A, but... (laughs) I could have I could have raised my grades significantly if I had only reached out for help. You know, if I had only tried harder to figure out a way and organize my schedule in such a way to where I could go to his tutorials over calculuses cuz I I spent a lot of time on calculus and I actually all the advice I just told y'all I did that for calculus, a class I also struggled in and guess what grade I got? I got a minus in that class. I did pretty well for being dumb at math <laughs> so um and for have never really taken any previous thing on calculus before i did pretty well so and that was because i asked questions i feel like that was why i did well in that class it wasn't because i was the smartest i was definitely not it wasn't because i was the most hard working well i actually worked really really hard but <laughs> Um, I don't know if I was the hardest working. I was a hard worker, but I also feel like hard work can only get you so far because you can only do so much hard work by yourself. Sometimes you just need help. I guess I'll end on that note. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about, who is this from? Sorry, I got a text message. <laughs> what? Who is this? This this number looks familiar. Oh, oh it's bubble okay sorry it was this restaurant that has my number anyway (laughs) um (laughs) the last thing I want to talk about was I don't know just share a little bit more about who I am why I'm going into nursing Uh, I kind of wanted to combine the two things I guess make this sort of an intro slash hey this is how to start off your new semester everything's new here here I am (laughs) um so I'm L'Oreal, that's my name, and I am going into pre-nursing. As you can see, this is my nursing journey. Maybe I should have started off with this. I don't know. Oops, sorry. Anyway, um, let's see what else can I tell y'all. Okay, the reason why I chose nursing, I actually didn't choose nursing initially. Initially, I chose medicine, and I, in high school, let's see. When did I first choose medicine? Because it connects to why I want to do nursing. That's why I'm giving you all the backstory. Um, let's see. Oops. <laughs> sorry, I like clicked on... I was listening to someone else's podcast. I'm sorry if y'all heard that, her little voice. I clicked on like the play button. But anyway. Um, okay, high school. So I was wanting to do medicine in high school. And I chose this because I was always interested in science and anatomy, biology, chemistry back in high school because it was easy. Because <laughs> um, I took academic and not like AP. I really should have. But anyway, I really was getting good at math. I was actually pretty good at math in high school. And I'd never been good at these things before. And I got really excited. So my junior, no, my senior year, I had taken anatomy my junior year i took psychology you know i was taking all these things that kind of relate to like the health care science field and i would loved it. i loved psychology so much i went into my senior year i took anatomy i <laughs> i cannot tell you how much i loved that class like every day i would walk in and i was excited to learn i could be having a bad day 
but I would walk in and I would just be so excited to take my note to take notes and like make them super pretty and like I was in that class with my friends at the time in high school and it was so fun to like learn with them and be super passionate about it and stuff with them because they were all actually I think all of them except for one person I think she was going into business or something but all of them except for one person was wanting to go into the healthcare field um I think one person well, actually, it doesn't really count as healthcare. She was wanting to do something with, like, dead bodies or something. I don't know. But it, it required, like, forensics. But it does require knowledge on, like, anatomy and stuff. My other friend, I forgot what she had told me. I think she initially said, I don't know. That was confusing with what she said. But um, she was interested in it. But I don't think she was actually going into it. But anyway, the point was that the class was super enjoyable for me. And so I had decided, hey, like, I officially want to become a doctor. Like, I want to go to medical school. And I, and I was so naive because I brushed away how hard it would be. You know, I said, hey, this class is easy for me. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty good at this class. You know, this high school anatomy class. You know, hey, like, I should be good at, you know, the classes I have to take in in college, I should be good at biology and chemistry and calculus. Like, no, no brainer, right? <laughs> no, wrong. Let's say I got a rude awakening <laughs> my first semester. It was very, very difficult for me to balance, but I did it um, somehow. If y'all want me to do a whole separate recording on how I lost my mind trying to balance everything, let me know. <laughs> <clears throat> But anyway, sorry, excuse me. How I found nursing within that. Nursing, I never really considered. I never really saw it as an option. I always was so like pigeonholed into like medicine, medicine, medicine. But what I didn't realize is when I thought more about the pathway that I would be taking with having to become a doctor, I realized, hmm, is this something I really want to do? Like, what do I really want to go to medical school after undergrad? This is something you have to think about, guys. Like, do you really want to be in school for that long? Do you really want to have all that debt? Because with if with going into medical school, you're going to have so much debt. It's kind of inevitable unless you're like rich and can pay it off or you get scholarships. You're gonna have a lot of debt, and that was a reality for me. I was gonna have a lot of debt. Are you willing to see all your friends around you and the people that you went to high school with have jobs, have careers, be flourishing and growing in their careers, and you're still in school? Like, do you have enough passion and drive within medicine and being a doctor to, like, not see that as a negative thing that you don't already have, that you're not already in your career yet while everyone else is? And so I thought about all these different things and like I started to get more and more sad about it because I was like, wow, like I really wanted to work in the healthcare field. I was being so pigeonholed because hello, there's so much other jobs you could do in the healthcare field besides being a doctor. So I thought about it and I was like, okay, I know I still want to be in healthcare and medicine somehow, but how? (laughs) Once again, I know most people would go to nursing like automatically, like their brain would just switch, but mine didn't for some reason, even though my mom's, my mom's literally a nurse and I didn't even like think about it. But then I was like, "Hmm, okay, let me explore nursing because my mom was like, hey, hello, I'm a nurse. Why not think about nursing? You've never thought about it before, sweetie. 
And I'm not going to say I never thought about it because, of course, you know, you look at what your parents do and you, you consider if you'll do it too. But I always thought I would want to be more so of a doctor. But I realized that my personality, honestly, it wasn't cut out for that. Because if you're a doctor, you really need to have leadership qualities. Most of the time, yeah, you're going to be working in like a team group setting. But guess who's the leader and who makes the, the shot calling? You. <laughs> you have to know what you're doing, right? And if you're not fit as like a leader and to take that leadership position, then being a doctor might not be for you. So I was like, okay, I know I'm not really a leader in that way. I have leadership skills in different ways, but that's not my strong suit to lead like the whole team and to make like executive decisions and stuff. Not me. (laughs) So I was like, okay, well, what, what am I, you know, what qualities do I have? And I actually thought back to a position that I had on my dance team. I was the social, I was a social officer. So basically my job was to really help the girls connect and make sure that environment of the team was good and just bring, bring people together. And I realized, wait a second, like I really liked that position and I kind of thought about why and I was like, wait, like I know why it's because basically my job was just to like socialize, connect with the girls. And, I, and what I like doing in general, not just with that position, but just in general, the kind of person that I am is I like to, um, how do I, I like to take care of people. Like, how do I say this? I like to take care of people in a way that like, of course, like as a nurse, like you're taking care of people, like literally and like helping them like heal and, you know, he, you know, heal. Wow. <laughs> Healing them. No, but like you're, you know, helping their I guess I'll just say healing process in the hospital. Recovery, that's the word. <laughs> You're helping them recover in the hospital and watching over them. Um, and I don't know, I really like that aspect of like service and I did like volunteering and you know, serving. Um, what else? I- I'm wording this so badly, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I just like the idea of helping people in a way that like betters their mind like holistically. And that's when it clicked for me is that I love that like holistic care that nursing offers because you're not only treating them, oh, just strictly by diagnosis like a doctor would because a lot of the times doctors can't, I mean, they do, I'm, I'm sure some do, but they can't really like connect on that level that like a nurse can with their patients because doctors, they don't really get that much time with their patients compared to ner- to nurses. And I feel like nurses are the ones that really get like that chance to make that connection and to improve not only the health, but the well-being of the mind. Because I really do believe that those two are like interconnected. And I've actually been like studying up more on that with the different classes I've been taking. And so that's why I want to be a nurse is because I want to help improve not only people physically, but mentally and emotionally. And I really do feel like those two things are connected, especially with um I I think I'm a big, like, believer in, like, mental health awareness. And so, you know, with having a disease, with being ill and sick, there is a little, you know, damage that also goes with, you know, your mental health taking a hit, you know, getting depressed, um, you know, getting anxiety. That's definitely a reality. I'm not saying I'm going to become, like, a psychiatrist or you know psychologist or whatever but 
that's my story. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of why I want to I want to do it. Um, so yeah, that is the end of this. I actually have to start my uh, <laughs> get to work on some other stuff. But um, yeah. Thank you for listening. And I will see you guys next podcast.